Hey, good morning. Welcome into In Focus on News Radio KMAN. Today on the program, we're going to get an update from the Sunset Zoo as well as Special Olympics Kansas as they have an event called the Polar Plunge coming up this weekend. But we start first with the zoo and uh, joining us is Marketing and Development Officer Melissa Kirkwood. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's uh, been a quick month. I feel like I just talked to you not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> the days go by quickly, and but we've had some beautiful, beautiful days. Spring break was a really good time um, weather-wise and zoo-wise here at the zoo. So, um, you know, that I think makes time go by quickly and you just want more of those those spring-like days. Yeah, no kidding. It's uh, and I'm sure you guys are probably hopping here, especially this weekend, huh? Yes. So um, anytime the weather is good, we tend to have a really great attendance. But you know, it is um, just really nice to kind of turn that corner seasonally for us. And with the kids being out last week, we had extended our hours. Uh, from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Those are generally our summer hours, um, but for spring break, we extend those hours. And um, today, starting today through April 1st, we are going to go back to our winter hours, noon to 5 p.m. for a couple of reasons. Uh, One, we kind of looked at the weather forecast and know that it's going to be rainy uh, several days here for the next uh, couple of weeks. And um, we're also getting ready, uh, putting those last final touches on um, our exhibits for Expedition Asia. So um, we enjoyed all our visitors during spring break, but uh, for the next couple of weeks till April 1st, our hours will turn back to noon to 5 p.m. Okay. And, you know, gearing up for Expedition Asia, that's just a few weeks away. Uh just remind people of when when that is again you bet you bet it's been a long time coming and we are super excited so our grand grand opening will be saturday april 9th Uh, we will open the zoo that day uh, about 30 minutes earlier than usual so we're going to open our gates at 9 a.m and then we will have a ribbon cutting down at expedition asia at 9 30 and we are also aside from being able to see all of the amazing animals in expedition asia We will be doing entertainment throughout the day, Um, and you'll see a schedule on our Facebook page about that, but we'll have entertainment at the amphitheater. We will have some arts and crafts activities for kids. We really want to make it a great celebration for the community, and I know that the community will come out for that. So um, it is Saturday, April 9th. Gates will open again at 9 a.m., We'll do a ribbon cutting, and then everyone will have a chance to come explore our new exhibit, which will highlight sloth bears, leopards, and tigers. And all of those animals will have great new immersive experience uh, exhibits. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I know you got a new mural out there. The city commission uh, uh, approved the first application for donor-initiated public art last week. That's a pretty neat deal. Yeah, so we are just adding all sorts of components to the zoo and the mural project we're super excited about. Um, It additionally will be located down in the lower viewing area um, of Expedition Asia. So it will not be complete probably by our opening, but it is in process right now. So we are very, very thankful for um, this donor-initiated art. Um, We had a specific donor who is... um, donating the costs to have this mural uh, 
placed down in the zoo. And um, just to let the audience know a little bit about the mural. So we are um, highlighting the WPA project, which is one of the uh, projects that actually built the zoo back in the 1940s, early 40s. And a lot of the stonework that you see in our lower, particularly our lower tier, and even some up at our upper parts of the zoo, but particularly our lower tier was built through the WPA project. So that mural is going to highlight the um, history of that and also the zoo. So uh, in a huge format of a big, huge mural, our artist for that mural is Phyllis Peace. And uh, Phyllis is a very uh, renowned artist um, and has done several projects here in the Manhattan community. So we're lucky to have her talent. And if you come to um, the zoo on April 9th or 10th or 11th or 12th, you'll probably be seeing uh, Phyllis work in progress. So we will um, additionally be having an open house once that mural is complete. We anticipate it's it's all weather dependent because, you know, this is an outdoor mural. This is an outdoor facility. But we anticipate that to be early May, that that will be probably all completed. All right. That's going to be a nice piece uh, to add there to the zoo. So looking forward to that. Um, of course, uh, if you're if you're a member of the zoo, uh, you get the, the the breakfast there that morning as well on the ninth. Yep, yep. So actually, the breakfast will be on the tenth. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but that's okay. Um, but if you're a member, you can always come free. Um, and on the ninth, we'll have regular admission rates, but members will get in free. And then to also highlight our members uh, for all that they do for us by being a member of the zoo, we are have, hosting a special breakfast for them the next day on Sunday, April 10th from 9.30 to 11.30 out in our new Overlook Pavilion, which is part of Expedition Asia. Um, that breakfast in part is brought to you by um, Hy-Vee and some other local vendors and we uh, just wanted to do something a little extra special for our members um, because we know that you are what makes the zoo special. So uh, we will be having a, hosting a members breakfast on the 10th and then we will be open um, Expedition Asia every single day um, and then we will also be in our summer hours by that time too. So we'll be open 9.30 to 5 daily and we just can't wait for the community to come see this really magnificent um, exhibit. All right. Very good. Uh, again, we're talking with Melissa Kirkwood, Marketing and Development Officer with the Sunset Zoo. Uh, there's been some uh, news here of, of note, uh, especially regarding uh, avian influenza. And I know that the zoo is doing its part to slow the spread. I did see, I think, a, a release from the state on Friday saying it's as close as Dickinson County now, which is, uh, a, you know, not, not a good thing, but I know the zoo's taken every precaution necessary here. Yes, yes, we are. And I mean, that's our duty and our responsibility. And um, we do have quite, we, we do have quite a collection of different, um, you know, different birds here in our zoo. Um, you don't quite realize it until you're really going into that protection mode for those uh, birds. That, but we have taken it upon ourselves to protect all of our um, 
all of our residents, um, anywhere from flamingos down to our pelicans to our aviaries that are in um, Australia, all of those birds are off exhibit. Some of them you may be able to see like the emu um, through the exhibit, but you won't be able to walk through the exhibit. Um, we're doing this as a safety precaution, definitely because of the avian bird flu. And um, you can see from a community statewide um, aspect, like you mentioned, Brandon, it is getting closer. And as it gets closer, we take further precautions. So some of those birds then may be taken to their indoor enclosures. Um, but we need to do that to protect their health. And, um, you know, for those who aren't super aware of avian flu, I've learned through <laughs> through training of, of uh, trying to protect our animals. Um, the flu can be transmitted through different different ways. So um, even though our um, animals aren't flight birds, a lot of them are not in flight. Um, there are other birds that may come over the zoo that do are susceptible to the flu and may transmit it that way. So we are just taking those precautions for for that co those collections and. Um, the avian bird flu is not new, um, but it is a somewhat a seasonal thing, and and it can be very devastating um, to those um, birds, all different kinds of birds. So we want to be able to take those precautions where we can. I'm curious, will there if, if it gets uh, any any worse here in the state, will you, will there have to be like testing of the animals to to see we, if. Yes, we may uh, go into that testing mode and then we will then enclose those animals into indoor enclosures. They'll still be cared for daily. Um, there'll be heightened um, precautionary measures for um, the care of those birds. We will switch out um, things such as, I mean, many of us unfortunately are very aware of like having PPE um, and all of our keepers will have PPE as well as changing shoes, changing clothes daily. We hope it doesn't get to that level, but we just want to ensure that um, our animals remain safe. And um, we would probably switch to that level once we knew if there was some detection in Riley County. Um, we stay in very good contact with, um, with the state and different agencies as well. Um, and we just want it to be safe for of course, our birds, but also we don't want it to be super heightened or uh, a scary thing for our visitors. Um, but we just want to protect those uh, those birds to the best of our ability. Yeah, yeah, and and again, I'll just stress that uh, it's not here, so they're not taking that. You know, not having to do that daily testing just yet or anything like that. But uh, extra precaution definitely uh, underway at the Sunset Zoo as well as other zoos. I know Topeka did the same yep. thing. So. Generally, all of our, at least I know all of our AZA affiliated zoos have taken these precautions. Uh, the Topeka Zoo, Sedgwick County in Wichita, Hutchinson, I believe Garden City. Um, so all of them are taking the precautions they need to um, to protect their um, collections as well as we are, because that is our mission and we do need to protect our, our resident, our resident animals. And um, I have kind of inquired and, and it's kind of yet to be seen but I was wondering how long this process is going to take or when do we see the end of this? And um, that's yet to be seen because it's still an outbreak. But um, we hope that it's probably May or June. But, you know, we'll keep the audience, we'll keep the public um, informed as to when those things change. We do hope that we're, 
we'll be able to kind of go through this uh, precautionary period and then come out on the other side. All right. Very good. Uh, again, we're talking with Melissa Kirkwood. We're going to step aside and take a break. But when we come back, we'll talk about uh, a monkey who's got some cataract surgery. We're going to talk about that up next. That's a neat story. That's next on In Focus. <laughs> 